welcome back to Grandma Got Run Over by a Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. It's me, Kathleen, and this week I have Reagan Duchesne with me. Hi, guys. We're going to talk about holiday traditions, because who doesn't love a tradition? Very true, very true. So um, we can start with, we'll talk about our family traditions, but I found this list of eight holiday traditions around the world which i thought were interesting so i thought we could talk about them to start off so in iceland they visit the yule lads which means or which is a lurking amid iceland's azure lagoons which is so fancy uh streaming volcanoes for 13 days before Christmas, tradition holds that a mischievous pack of troll-like figures known as the Yule Lads visit local children. According to lore, a different lad visits every night to reward or punish kids by leaving something behind in an empty shoe. A lucky kid might get presents or candy. If the Yule Lads disapprove, though, you'll find a shoe filled with rotten potatoes. Oh my gosh. That, I think... That might be my favorite thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The rotten potatoes is 100% why I wanted to read this whole list of things. Yeah. I don't know. I really like first the name of just Yule Lads. Mm -hmm. That kind of sounds like a fun gang, you know? I feel like they would be a boy band. Oh, 100%. A boy band or like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're definitely up to some to to some to no good things yeah i really love that and how many how many yule lads are there there are 13 of them like, there are 13 one for each night yes that's correct so they are technically actively visiting the children in iceland right now oh my gosh so are they like and i'm sorry if i'm asking too many de- details on this no you're good do like are there just like 13 general lads or is there like a lad for each night like you're like oh today like brocious is coming that is a really good question. Thank you. I do not know the answer to it. Okay, I'll look into it because honestly, maybe maybe my kids will be hearing about the Yule Lads one day. Okay, so they definitely have names. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> Can you I can't say that? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> but I'll try. So here we go. I have to make this bigger because this is not even Eng- English. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, this one's a lady. So her name is Gryla, the mother of the Yule Lads. Of course, everybody's needs a mama. She has the uncanny ability to detect when children are not behaving all year round. Oh, so she's like, she's like Mama Christmas kind Mm -hmm. of. Well, no, definitely not. During Christmas, she leaves her home in the mountains to hunt the naughty children and make stew out of them. Oh, she is not Mama (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) No. She's not, nope. She's more Krampus than anything. This has very strong Krampus vibes to me as I'm scrolling through this list of 13 Yule lads. Okay. So next is Lepaludi. He's the lazy husband. Of course. Mm -hmm. He's the father to the Yule lads, known for not doing much around the house. Mm. But not much else is known about this big-nosed man. (laughs) He's been seen kidnapping or cooking children, but does not eat what Gryla cooks. Oh. oh, that's questionable. They have an interesting marriage. Okay. They do. It sounds toxic. And then they have eleven lads. Well, actually, they have a cat, the Christmas cat. He's a vicious black hairy animal that hunts children who don't receive something new to wear for Christmas and eats them. Oh. Yes. 
That's correct. So you have to wear something new for Christmas? Yep. Maybe that's why you get Christmas pajamas? Maybe. This talks about socks. Christmas socks. I, I love like those socks. Too. I'm fine with both of those. Honestly, I do get, I usually have one Christmas pajamas. Mm-hmm. I have a Christmas outfit and then yeah. that's usually what I wear that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, there's always some type of sock. I, um, I don't wear anything specific for Christmas, but for Thanksgiving, I always have a new hat and it has a turkey on it. A new turkey hat every year? A, a new turkey hat every year. This year, I, I actually upped my game, did not go turkey hat, went full inflatable turkey costume. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I felt That's like perfect. it was the year to just go a little crazy. It's festive. It's festive. I mean, yeah, why not? Go big or go home yeah. or go big and stay home. I guess is the it, real thing. that is exactly what happened. We did. I did go big and stay home. I wore it in the dining room and then I took it off. Immaculate. Yeah, absolutely. It was a three-minute adventure. Okay, so there's two. There's a mama, a dad, a cat, and then the cat that eats you. Lab. Just, I just need to clarify one more time. The cat will eat you. You know. Because they're not the best. She did. They just want to make sure that you get mm-hmm. a new outfit. I personally am team Christmas cat. I don't know. All right. I can't support that. So they do come on specific days because they're laid out by date. So here we go. <laughs> December 12th. His name is Stickjack's Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says Sheep Caught Claude. He comes on the night before the 12th of December and is said to milk sheep and was known for having two wooden feet and was peg-legged. Guard your sheepies where they lay. Oh my gosh. I'm loving these laughs. Okay, next. I'm so happy for you. December 13th, Gil, Gil Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it says. Gully Gawk, the second Yule Lad, comes on the night before the 13th of December. He was known to hide in barns and steal the froth from the milk buckets. Goodbye, good froth. Oh, so he was a couple days ago. Cool. Mm, yes, yes. December 14th, Stufer or Stubby. I love him already. He has yeah. a very cute picture. The third of the Yule Lads comes on the night before December 14th. He was known for being unusually short and for stealing pans so he could eat crusts left on them. Oh my gosh. So that means Stubby was in our homes last night looking for crusts? Yes, he was eating crusts. Oh any crusts you left out. I, I don't think I left out any crusts, but I know there were some pans on the stove. But Well, tonight... <laughs> It's a good one. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea how to say the name. Give it a shot. There's a character in here that is not English. Ooh. So I'm going to look over that one and just go with Vorosleeker. Oh, yeah. He's the spoon licker. Yes. <laughs> the fourth of the Yule Lads comes on the night before the 15th of December, known for being tall, thin, and for stealing long wooded spoons to lick them. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I have a spoon out right now that will be put away this evening. <laughs> I can guarantee. You're not gonna you're not gonna leave it out for him? No. So I was picturing these like all these lads as like knee high. They're not all. But this guy, you're describing him as tall as tall and skinny, and that is kind of terrifying. He is tall and thin, and he's got quite the evil look in his eyes. Oh no. Okay. So oh. that's tonight. That's tonight. Tonight's the spoon liquor. Tomorrow night, December 16th, 
pot of skifel, the pot liquor. Okay. Mm-hmm. The pot liquor. He is up to no good. He's the fifth of the Yule lads, and he comes the night before the 16th of December, known to stel- steal leftovers from pots, so guard your codfish soup. Okay. The se- December 17th is... Oh, boy. Askeliskenkirker. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. correct. He's the bowl licker. He's the sixth of the Yule lads, and he is known to hide under beds when people would place their asker, which is a plate used for your meals. Mm-hmm. He would then steal it and eat everything you left on it. Okay. What I'm picking up as a trend mm-hmm. is there's a lot of licking happening. A lot of licking. More licking than I'm comfortable with, and a lot of thievery. Not, like, yeah, but it's thievery of your, like, leftovers, so that doesn't bother me too much. But they haven't brought anything. Well, well, that's, yeah, they're supposed to bring presents. Perhaps that's, like, as you get closer to Christmas. Okay, so first they come and, like, lick all your things? (laughs) Yeah. Then? Okay. They're gonna come, they're gonna come lick all your stuff and then be like, all right, here you go. This is what you can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the next one is not a liquor. December 18th, the Herdeskelkier. Herdeskelkier, yeah. Yeah, he's the door slammer. Oh. He's the seventh of the Yule lads. He's the loudest one, obviously. And he's known to slam doors, especially during the night. Oh, you, you know what's upsetting? I'm, I've had these pictures up now. I'm looking at them. Mm-hmm. It seems that every single Yule lad is about my height. Um, <laughs> listeners, I'm about five. I'm about five, two. So... I don't know. That's a little concerning to me. I was really hoping for a knee-high Yule lad, but these are, this is a gang of... Well, the short guy was definitely shorter. Yeah. The stubby guy. And the tall guy is taller. Uh, I don't want to think about the tall guy too much. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to say the next one's name? Yes. um, Great. Oh, gosh. We're up to December 19th. Yes. This is Skirgamur, the yeah. Skirgobbler. Obvi- obviously. What is Skir? Oh, he... It's Icelandic yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> he um, loves yogurt. So I couldn't... I don't know. I guess if you have your, your yogurt out. I recently threw away my yogurt, but... I don't like yogurt. I'll be good. He's the John Stamos of Yule dudes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really want you to read December 20th. I want you, I'm so, thank you so much for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, all right. Bujan Kaker? Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I, would I feel like there's a lot more vowels in there than I said. Maybe Bujanakker? That'd be my. That'd be my Kirk-er. Yeah. And he obviously is the sausage swiper. Yeah. So he's he just, coming to steal your sausages. He's just coming to steal your sausages. On the night before December 20th. Yes, yes. They have to be smoked, though, or they were being smoked. Oh, this guy is really concerning for de- the night before December 21st. He, yeah. He it's- sounds like he would have been me tooed. Yeah, it's glue the gear. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. window peeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He's the oh probably the creepiest one. He that checks out. Windows to see if there was anything to steal. Yeah, they're really just thieving at this point. Like not I've I've heard of no gifts. They have not brought anything. No. Oh, this oh. next one actually might be the most terrifying for me. Uh, I see they're getting scarier as the time goes on. Actually, there it's not getting better. I thought it would get better. I really like thought that as we got closer to Christmas we would no, not have these issues no. but no it sounds like you really have to look out for these lads because the night before December 22nd Gatapafur the yep. doorway sniffer is coming mm-hmm. he's just gonna sniff your door it's fine he has an extremely extra long nose yeah and he's gonna sniff your doorway yep oh the next one does not seem promising yeah, no <laughs> So he's the keep croaker. Catch croaker. <laughs> yeah, for the meat hook. The he's, meat he's hook. He's just coming to use a hook to steal your meat. That's all. I nothing, don't know. Nothing to see here. I'm starting to sound a little bit more like... <laughs> this is very sinister. A horror movie at this point. Mm-hmm. And then finally, on December 24th, before the night before the 24th of December... Um, this is the last guy. Yeah, this is our last Yule lad, and it is Curtis Snicker, the candle stealer. Yep. Um, because he he well, candles used to be edible because they were made from fat instead of wax. So um, he was coming to eat your candles, but now they're not edible anymore. So jokes on you, candle stealer. Now you gotta eat wax. Wow. Yeah, they didn't bring anything. I'm sure, I'm sure that, I don't know, like, do they do that if you're naughty and then bring you presents if you're good, or do they do that and leave a present? So it's sort of like when you're Elf on the Shelf, you, like, come downstairs and he's, like, in a, a pile of powdered sugar, or he's, like, put wrapping paper everywhere, and you're like, Elf on the Shelf, you've gotten into some mischief, but, like, you know, you still get your presents, or... Do they, like, steal from you if you're bad? I don't know. I I think they're just gonna steal from you. Um, It says that you put a shoe on the windowsill and you keep it there for 13 days. To keep the lads away? I believe that is the case, yes. Just, like, a fresh shoe? Smelly shoe? Because I don't trust that sniffer guy. I would not trust many of them. If I saw several of them in the street, I would... (laughs) Fully <laughs> turn around and walk away. Yeah, Meat Hook, he can he can stay right where he is. So they are going to do all of those things, but they, in theory, will place a small gift in your shoe. Oh, okay. And it says this is not as creepy as it sounds, but um, I think it is. Yeah. Because... Is, do you remember in, like, elementary school, did you have to, like, cut out, like, a weird, like, like a clog like a clog out of paper and then everybody wrote decorated and wrote their name on their clog and then like your um teacher put like a quarter in it no i distinctly i have no clue what i just described um me either but it was a thing that occurred in like second grade for me really Um, yeah it was a that was a weird deep down memory i just pulled out but maybe that's linked to this christmas tradition possible it could be but i have no idea if we did that around christmas time or if the clog was relevant 
but I know it was like we were putting out our shoe air quotes um, mm-hmm. for gifts which sounds like that sounds like it came, that sounds like it was Icelandic in nature interesting well, well, we spent a lot of time on the Yule Lads. We we really went down that path because we did. They, well, they there were a lot of questions with Yule Lads. Yeah, it was. They were. You couldn't. You can't just breeze over the Yule. You lads. can't. No, Sorry. I. You were right. No, I agree. I just thought the rotten potatoes would really be interesting, but they weren't even on that. But I guess if you didn't get a present, you got a rotten potato. Oh, so like your shoes out in the out in the windowsill, and if mm-hmm. they do, they maybe can't come inside because your shoes there keeping them out. But Perhaps. but you maybe you go outside and there's a potato in there, and you're like, dang, the Yule lads. It's, it's yeah. instead of coal, they're getting potatoes. Mm-hmm. Rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Agreed. So the next one is is we'll have less questions, I think. So okay. we're going to move to the United Kingdom. Yes. And apparently every year, enormous crowds gather in southern England to watch the sunset over Stonehenge. Okay. Not this year. Uh, no, not this year. Well, this is not the year probably this year, but... They do this on the winter solstice, not the... Okay. Not on Christmas Day, because the way the sun sets, it sets in between the oh. stones, and it looks cool. That's beautiful. Yes, perhaps the aliens put Stonehenge there. Maybe. I went to Stonehenge, and yep. all I wanted was for them to tell me that aliens did it. And I walked around the museum, and there was just one little part on the wall that says, people think aliens did this, but they didn't. Mm. And I was like, this is offensive to me. Yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. rude. That was rude. But it was super cool to be there. Because you don't know. But they found another henge. It's a whole other thing. I have a lot of Stonehenge facts that I could share. Um, I have a fun fact regarding Stonehenge, um, but not really regarding Stonehenge because I've never been out of the country or gone any place. But uh, I am from Ohio, mm-hmm. and in what I believe is Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. there's something called Cornhenge, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of like five foot tall statues of corn made out of stone mm-hmm. in a field, um, and that's that. the closest I think I'll get for a, for a bit to Stonehenge. There's a lot of different hinges around the world, so you don't have to go to Stonehenge. Yeah, but I feel it's like not... if you're going to see a hinge. There's in Pennsylvania, there is a um, a Stonehenge, but it's made out, they like replicated Stonehenge, but it's made out of like cardboard. That's hmm. a big thing and people go to see it because I don't know why, but they do. Okay. All right. Next tradition. All right. We're going to the Bahamas. Oh, we're getting on a boat and they dance all night. The the Bahamians, the Bahamians shimmy across the island to the sound of cowbells, drums and whistles for Junkanoo, a celebration that goes from December 26th through New Year's Day. Cowbells. That's amazing. Honestly, I really like that one because, you know, that weird gap that's like, you know, the kind of like the awkward week, week between mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's. And you're sort of just like cleaning things. Last year, I fully forgot what day it was at least three times that week. Oh, yeah. No, it's very much like a time warp. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think shimmying to some cowbell would really spice that up. Yeah, and you do it across all the islands. So, you know. Yes. That seems fun. Yes. I love that. 
I love that. Absolutely. The Bahamas are, are a great place to visit. Big fan. And they're, they're probably loaded up on Mai Tais. If they're lucky. We do love a Mai Tai. Bahama is actually the birthplace of the um, Pina Colada. Hmm. I wonder who birthed that. Didn't know if it was the Bahamas. Just figured it was some. It, it was. I, I only know this from watching the Travel Channel the other day. Yeah? Yeah, we love the travel channel. So next we're going to travel to Italy. Italy. And this truly speaks to me on so many different levels, not even because I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. They feast their way into the new year. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On December 31st, it's the feast day of San Silvestro. He, he died in 335 A.D. R.I.P. And food-loving Italians, which is definitely me, mark the occasion with a delicious meal, but there are special requirements for the New Year's Eve dinner. The the main course should include both lentils and pork. Lentils represent wealth, while pork symbolizes life's richness. Okay, no vegetarians here. No. Well, lentils are beans. Well, yeah, but if it must include pork, I'm out. Sorry, bud. Right. Well, I'll I'll eat pork. It'll okay. be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never I'll said take... you have to eat everything. The meal. I'll handle it. Yeah, that's okay. correct. And that sounds delightful. Um, my family actually on New Year's Day we typically go to my uncle's upstate, and he always makes uh, lentil soup mm. for New Year's. So I mean, and I guess we eat ham, so we do we do that. I think my favorite lentil dish, it's, it's, I think Indian and it's mm-hmm. like Madras lentils. I don't That's know. Thing. Could be butchering the pronunciation. So I'm just sorry for that in advance, but that's always delicious. What is in it? Um, couldn't tell you fully lentils for sure. Um, and it's a vegetarian dish. So that's about it. I just kind of order it and I'm like, this is tasty. And that's as far as I go sometimes. I love lentils, so I support you in that. Amazing. All right, so our next country is Japan. Yes, okay. And it is hot bats, long noodles, and one epic song battle. Like you take a hot bath, and then you eat long noodles, and then you have this epic song battle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you... The Buddhist temple bells peal across Japan on New Year's Eve to mark the changing of the year. Mm. Bell chimes 108 times, a single note for each of the human defilements recognized in Buddhism, which is not something I know about. Uh, Me either, but it sounds intriguing. It does. Um, There are examples of that in gratitude, envy, and greed, along with 105 other unpleasant traits. Oh, so it's sort of like... I think we're trying to get rid of that stuff. Oh, okay. So, like, you're, like, ringing it away? Yeah. What follows? Is it sort of, like, in Christianity, like, a defilement is, like, what, like, a sin would be, question mark? I think so, yes. Okay. That sounds correct. Well. After they ring the bad stuff away, Mm -hmm. they ring the Toshi no Yu. Oh, after that, it's the bath time. The yeah. last bath of the year, which is called the Toshi no Yu. Yeah. 
which offers a symbolically clean start as you flip over the calendar page. Yeah, wring all that bad stuff away and then cleanse it. Mm-hmm. And oh. then you sit down for a steaming bowl of Toshishoki Soba, a bowl of buckwheat noodles said to bring good luck and longevity in the coming years. So first, you're the noodle in the bath, and then second, you eat the noodle in the bath. I believe you get out of the bath before you eat the noodle, but yes. Uh, okay. I suppose you could eat the noodles in the bath. I can definitely picture eating a bowl of noodles in the bath. But then you'd have to eat them alone, and I think you eat them with your family. Or you're in the bath, and then your family is sitting in the kitchen, and you just have the bathroom door propped open, so you can kind of like, they can kind of see your head and your noodles. No. No. Okay. No, I'm well, against that. No. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I'd I mean, probably be against it as well. I yeah, no. No part of me supports <laughs> that. All right. Fine. Fine. We have different. We have different ideas of how the holidays should go, and that's okay. <laughs> I believe we should all be fully clothed for all of the holidays. Fair. So in Austria, they meet Santa's evil twin. Who's is Santa's evil twin? Krampus. It sure is. Yes, Krampus. Curled horns, fangs, and hooves, the legendary figure of Krampus is Europe's terrifying answer to jolly, holly, jolly Santa Claus. Instead of giving out presents, this mythological figure, believed to have roots in pre-Christian European traditions, is said to scare the bad children. You know, I actually, something fun about Krampus Mm -hmm. is he used to date Grilla, the mother of the Yule Lads. No. <laughs> yeah, they actually dated in high school before she met her husband. Who's a deadbeat. Who's a deadbeat. And so Krampus definitely resents resents that because he's out here, you know, being Santa's evil twin. That is incredible. And he loved Grilda's cooking. I don't know. I'm really just making this all up. I think it, I just think it would be fun back to it. It does make sense. It, I want to interrupt everything. I believe that entirely. Thank you. Um, I have a fun fact about Krampus. Hmm. <laughs> the other day, maybe two weeks ago, I was uh, out and about. I think I was at work. So it had to be like right before um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home and my parents were watching Krampus and I was like, why and my dad was like it's a comedy and i was like no sir it is not but they did sit there and watch the whole movie and my mother was like that was not a comedy and i was like yes yes i i I tried to tell you that i watched it for the first time last thanksgiving um it was it was a treat i personally thought it was kind of hilarious but i was also like the ending was a bummer ending was a bummer i've not seen it Um, nor do i intend to see it yeah so it can just stay a bummer yeah i think it's a good transition movie for you know considering since i do my my your halloween tradition my halloween tradition of Mm -hmm. watching all the scary movies Mm -hmm. um one a day i think Mm -hmm. that's like a good like transition movie from mm-hmm. Halloween to Christmas because it's like it's got that good mix sort yeah. of like a nightmare before Christmas mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts about that because I watched it recently okay. why is Oogie Boogie the bad guy because Jack is totally the bad guy in that movie so I think it's because Jack had good intentions that went wrong 
Did well, he though? Because he was trying to steal a holiday. Yeah, but he was trying to steal a holiday because he liked it so much and he thought he could okay, have I... a really fun version of it. He was like, that looks really great. I'd love to do that too. And he just had a messed up way of going about it. And I think he was definitely like, not like, I'm not defending him because he also mistreated the heck out of Sally. Like she, she. I agree. Yeah, she deserved much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had good intentions. He was like, wow, I love Christmas so much. I would love to do this. Sort of, um, I don't know, have you seen Bad Mom's Christmas? I have. Okay, you know how her her mom shows up and is like, your Christmas is wrong. Let me do my Christmas. And then they have a lot of fucking intention. I think it was kind of that sort of scenario. Um, Whereas Oogie Boogie, he had nothing but bad intentions. Like, yes, he wasn't the one who kidnapped Santa Claus. He did not. But he was like... Gonna eat him. He was gonna eat him. And like, you're like, oh... maybe don't do that but like at the same time like he was literally just following jack's instructions i don't think jack said to eat him i think he was just supposed to like watch when jack sent him to oogie boogie you know what was gonna Um, happen but then but then even when jack came and was like hey can we have sandy can we have sandy claws back oogie boogie tried to like eat jack right yeah it didn't go great and and sally like Oogie Boogie is not a trustworthy character. It's He's sort of not. when you're like, you need help from like, you, you know. It's mm-hmm. like when you're like, you need help and you involve the mob and then you're like, oh, maybe I should have. <laughs> Listen, all I know is you never run on your friends. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No snitches on Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Krampus nope. will come and get you. All right. Absolutely. All right, so next we're coming back to the United States of America. Okay. And it's wearing an ugly Christmas sweater. Yes. Do you have many? Um, I currently own two ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, both of them, though, I think are beautiful. I have one. It's like it's from Target, and it's like a dress, and my grandma got it from me. And I look like I look like I'm an elf's assistant. That's cute. Or like, yeah, it's very, it's very. I like it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one I actually stole from my older sister. It's mm. from like a thrift store and it's this like thick old lady Christmas sweater that mm-hmm. is the warmest thing I've ever owned in my entire life. And I love it so much. It's very vintage. Um, how about you? I, I own a lot of them. Yeah. I, I just love Christmas a lot. So there's that. Um, but years ago when ugly Christmas sweater parties started being a thing... Uh, this is very funny. My <laughs> my friend was like, "Hey, I need an ugly Christmas sweater. Do you have one?" And I was like, "No." And then I was like, "Wait, I'll just give you one of my mom's sweaters because she wears them unironically, and to this day still wears them just as Christmas sweaters. She doesn't get it. She's like this, my beautiful Christmas. Sweater? She's like, I love this Christmas sweater. It has bells. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes it does." She was a big uh, hit at the ugly Christmas sweater party that year, though, so. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of them. Most of them have some kind of character on them. Mm-hmm. I have, I have several Ninja Turtle ones. Good. I got a dinosaur one last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I have, I have a lot of them. Yeah. I should probably start wearing them, because now would be the time. Yeah. I brought my Christmas sweaters here 
to New York so I could wear them. But now I'm about to go home. So I'm like, maybe I should have just left them at home. because I'm. But I just need to start wearing them. I'm just going to show up. Places. You should wear one there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my road trip, just yeah. in a sweater. I think that will make my... Um, just for just for listeners, I'm about to do a Hallmark road trip, um, and I call it a Hallmark road trip because I am coming from the big city and I'm driving mm-hmm. home for Christmas to see my family in my small town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's gonna be kind of like a movie. Uh, yes, there is a Christmas tree farm ten minutes from my house. Um, I so definitely I'm saw gonna... this Hallmark movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think if I show up in a Christmas sweater, that'll just. Mm-hmm. really be the cherry on top or when i get kidnapped from the gas station just put an apv out for a girl dressed like an elf that's not gonna happen i don't know but also taylor swift has a new album out i don't know if you've heard of this but there's definitely a song about that on it where she goes home for like a holiday weekend and she texts her ex and it's oh. not the good move not a move but it's a great yeah. song I thought you were going to say it was about her getting kidnapped while looking like an elf. No. Which I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll listen to that. No. She does have a song about murdering her friend's husband, though. No? Mm-hmm. Well, he might have murdered the, her. It's great. You'd love it. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. All right. You love Taylor Swift. Israel. We're going to Israel. Yes. They dine on donuts. For Hanukkah, they love donuts. I think I, I think I've seen these donuts on people's Instagrams. Probably, they're filled with jam or vanilla cream. Mm-hmm. It is a traditional food that invites endless innovation. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen these donuts. Love that. Delicious. And that was our last country. Wow. I mean, they really went downhill after Iceland, but like. That's unfortunate since that was the very first one. Yeah, maybe I should have saved up Yule Lads because that was such but like, a- I was so excited to talk about the potatoes. I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lads, ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to share pictures of the Lads on uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a podcast social media. Yeah, that is, that'll definitely, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a quiz we can oh, make. Oh, absolutely. Which lad are you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How devastated would you be to find out that you're the Christmas cat? I would be very offended and like, I wouldn't believe it. I'm going to be honest. You are. Um, I would 100% retake the quiz. Yeah. Who do you, Mm -hmm. let me just, let me scroll through, before we do this, let me scroll through the lads and see Mm -hmm. who I would assume you would be. Okay. Um, and honestly, for myself, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm stubby. No. Maybe I'm grabbing the crusts. I feel like I would I would be the bowl licker. I was literally just about to say <laughs> I think bowl licker is really it. No way are either of us meat hook though. And definitely not door doorway sniffer. No, no one is the doorway sniffer. I could be the pot licker, but I think I'm the bowl licker. Yeah, the fact that there's a pot licker and a bowl licker, mm-hmm. and then there's a guy who steals crusts from the pans, that's He's fun. Yes. Um, I'm definitely not the window peeper either. No. no. I could definitely see myself being candle stealer. No. Yeah, I could see that. I, I feel like you could be the, the yogurt one. Oh, yeah. 
there's a lot of good options here, guys. So you really are. Keep an eye out for the which you Icelandic rule <laughs> lad you are quiz. Absolutely. Here in um, on BuzzFeed, I don't know. That. I don't even know. Can I make a BuzzFeed quiz? I'll have to look into that. Perhaps I will uh, make a BuzzFeed quiz. You definitely can. You definitely can. I'll do it. Maybe there is a BuzzFeed quiz already. Um, which you will add you want? <laughs> hey, I Iceland is a country. If there is, if there is one, I'll I'm, take it. We're taking it. <laughs> we'll, we'll drop it. We'll drop that the same day we drop the um, episode. It's mm -hmm. we'll reveal which you lads we are. Absolutely. Which if is... you don't hear from Kathleen, she's the Christmas cat. Yeah, I I played in traffic after being the Christmas <laughs> cat twelve times in a row. No. <laughs> That's terrible. So, your family does a lot of things for the holidays, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we've talked about a few things, but my favorite that really sticks out in my head is, I know you're thinking it's going to be the cookies, but it's not. Okay. It's the uh, pickle and the pepperoni thing. Oh, hillbilly sushi. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have a lot of questions about that, but <laughs> I don't know that I want any of them answered. Yeah. So, background information... <laughs> For people who don't know me, I, my Christmas is definitely a little crazy because I have a lot of family. Um, my parents are divorced and uh, then my dad and my stepmom were divorced. So I have a lot of families to go around and Christmas with. Um, and one of, one of the first things we do is on Christmas Eve, we go over to my stepmom's mom's house and we celebrate Christmas Eve there. Uh, and she cooks a ton of food and she makes homemade eggnog and one of the foods that she always makes because it used to be it used to be a favorite of mine before I was vegetarian and it's still a favorite of my sister's although they still make way too much and always send us home with like a massive Tupperware full of this hillbilly sushi. It's just pickle spears smeared in cream cheese and then wrapped up in salami and that is it. That is it. And that's just one of the foods that we have on Christmas Eve. What's, what's your questions regarding the, the hillbilly sushi, you know? Uh, like, what does it taste like? Um, and why? It's, why? Yeah. Is it spicy? No. But it seems like it would be. No. It's very salty. That's for, like... Well, yeah, that makes sense. Salty, salty vinegar from the pickle and mm -hmm. then also the salami. And right. then there's kind of like, you know, rich cream cheesy taste from the cream cheese. Um, Does it have like a... Is it crisp? It I feel is, like it wouldn't be. It's crisp. Like, you know how you bite into a pickle spear and it's kind of like crunchy, but it's soft overall? I mean, full disclosure, I don't like pickles. Oh, um, well, but yes, I do know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that it's exactly but, that. That's the texture. So you and, smear, yeah, the yeah. cream cheese onto a pickle. Yeah, just slap it on there, and then you wrap it in mm -hmm. pepperoni. Oh, the salami! You roll it. In salami. The salami. Yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes yeah. no and sense you, at all in you, my head. I'm sorry, and you ask why, and it's just you know it's always been. It's always been hillbilly salami. Or hillbilly sushi. sushi. It's salami. Have you tried it with pepperoni? No, because you wouldn't eat pepperoni. But maybe your sister would try it with pepperoni. Because it would be, like, spicy. Yeah, I think there could definitely be variations. Mm -hmm. Maybe you also use, like, 
a different flavor of cream cheese, maybe a different style. Oh, a like different schmear. Yeah, you could do it. There are spicy pickles too. There are. And there's like. What kind of pickles are there? Are they? Well, we usually just do like a standard, like a, a classic dill pickle. Like a dill, a bread and butter. Yeah. No, not a bread and butter. I actually have. I have a vendetta against bread and butter pickles. I think they're the worst things in the world, and I blame the Amish for creating them. Tell me more. They're just bad. I don't know. So I spent a lot of time in Amish country. There's a large Amish population in Ohio, and really? I went around Ohio going to festivals a lot, and there would always be um, mm-hmm. always be butter pickles there. And I'd be like, and I don't know, something about a bread and butter pickle, those are two things I like. I like a bread and butter. I like a pickle. You eat it, worst sure. thing in the whole world. And I'm pretty really? sure they're created by the Amish, and so thanks for ruining it for me. But oh, I had no idea. Yeah, that's I know that's like way off track considering we're talking about Christmas traditions, and now I'm talking about my beef and pickles. But it is what it is. That's kind of the genius of this whole thing. Yeah, this is a Christmas podcast, but it's a Christmas podcast for everyone. Yeah, everyone. we love inclusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all of our Amish listeners, but make your pickles better. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do find myself on Amish TikTok a lot, so they they're <laughs> could they could be listening. How are they doing? <laughs> they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> all right. So, what other family traditions do you have? I know there's a lot. There is. I I'll do like I'll try to do a quick a quick walkthrough and just stop me stop me when you want. Okay. Um, okay. So like I said, we there's a lot of Christmasing and we start on Christmas Eve and we go to my uh Grandma Joy's house. Oh, mm-hmm. actually wait, it starts way before that. It starts on Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving, we put up our Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And we all um real tree, fake tree, what are we doing here? Uh so my mom's allergic to pine needles. Ah, so we do a fake tree, fair. but we used to have a real tree sometimes like my at my dad's house we always had a fake had a real tree and at my mom's we always had a fake tree and then my mom wanted a real tree one year and that's when my dad and stepmom got a fake tree it was a weird switcheroo for a couple of years um and then now they're both on the fake tree game okay Um, so yeah so we decorate the christmas tree and at my mom and stepdads we turn on like charlie brown christmas music or the muppets christmas music and we decorate um all of us together and we get a new ornament every year for christmas so we have way too many ornaments as a Um, family or each of individual that's a lot of ornaments yeah we get each get an ornament and we Mm -hmm. get one family ornament every time we do like a vacation like yeah i love vacation ornaments yes yeah oh you have to get a vacation ornament Mm -hmm. Um, I have a Stonehenge ornament throwback from earlier. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Is it just like of Stonehenge, or is mm-hmm. it stone? It is. It is the Stonehenge, like it is the henge. Yes. Made out of stone. Oh. I think it's probably not stone. Okay. It looks like stone. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be too heavy to make an ornament out of stone. You're right. It's definitely not stone. Well, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's the first thing we do. And that's that's how we decorate at my mom's house. And then mm-hmm. 
sometime around then when we would decorate with my stepmom, we would always either watch Elf or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation while we decorated the tree. Both great movies. And yeah, totally excellent picks. Um, so that was our Christmas tree decorating. Then, okay, Christmas Eve. Um, over to my grandma Joy. So time has passed. Yes, time has passed. Um, we go over, we all get, we all eat, we all have like food and dessert. We this is where the yeah. hillbilly. Hillbilly sushi. Um, we have homemade eggnog, uh, which is delicious. Um, I'm a big eggnog fan over here, and that's my number one eggnog. I know, Kathleen, you're not about it so much. I'm not. It is what it is. It's um, okay. More eggnog for you. Yeah. And we do a gift exchange. Like, uh, we draw all of the cousins' names out of, like, hats, like, weeks before. And we Secret kind of, Santa. Yeah. So we, we trade names for that. My cousins and I do that as well. We did not this year because we will not be together. But That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. This year, we are not having any hillbilly sushi. We're not having <sighs> any eggnog. And that's definitely a bummer but like you know you want to keep it safe um we're pretty much doing like we're dropping gifts and exiting because nobody wants to take off masks everybody wants to Mm -hmm. be safe but still like exchange gifts um so that's gonna be weird but it is what it is and then after that we go home and i go home to me and my older sister go home to my mom and stepdad and my mom and stepdad they every year they make um well, really, this is mostly my stepdad. He's, like, insane about it, too. He makes a pizza crust and a pizza sauce, and we make a whole ton of pizzas, homemade. I love pizza. Mm-hmm. That's and fantastic. That, mm-hmm. And then he always reads the night before Christmas, before we all go to bed. That's adorable. I know it. I, I know. You I love it. that. <laughs> um, then me and my sister go to bed, and we all have a, we have a long debate about how early we're going to wake up. Mm-hmm. And people are always, somebody is always like 6.30 a.m. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> That's um, so early. Sometimes we land around like maybe 7, 7.30. Everybody just wants to wants it to be later and later every year, especially now mm-hmm. as we get older. So it's mm-hmm. really like fiending to like get up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. Because also we're on a time schedule. Because like I said, Christmas is crazy schedule. Um, so we sleep, we wake up early and... Mm-hmm my parents go down my mom and my stepdad they go downstairs and they brew a pot of coffee and they start cooking breakfast we always have some type of like french toast bake or like you know a fruit salad my sister's making a french toast bake this year for christmas Ooh, i think it's a this is what i'm told yeah it can become your tradition it can be i i support her cooking more things on christmas yeah I love mm-hmm. that too. Um, me too. And me, um, my older sister, and then my youngest sister and youngest brother, they we all sit at the top of the stairs and we're like wrapped up in our blankets. And you so, wait. And nobody wants to be. <laughs> yeah, and we just wait at the top of the stairs until everybody's gathered at the top of the stairs and my mom comes and takes like a very blurry iPhone picture where we all look horrible. And she That's posted adorable. It, she posted on Instagram anyways. And we're like, <sighs> I love that. <laughs> um, and then she's like, okay. And oh, and my, well, after Santa drops all the presents, um, mm-hmm. my stepdad takes a picture because he likes how it's all arranged. He's very proud of how 
all of the presents get arranged. Um, so then we run downstairs and we all go to our assigned seats on the couch pretty much. Although we recently moved all the couches, so I don't know how that Oh, no. Um, but <laughs> Will you go with your seat or will you go with your area? I, I think area. I think area above okay. <laughs> Um, And then we FaceTime in our Nana, my stepdad's mom. She watches us open some presents for a while. We have breakfast. Um, we do presents. I don't know how you, I don't know. Does everybody do presents in order? Um, no. Okay. So our family, we open it like we go like youngest to oldest in a circle. So um, my sister is who my sister is. And she just... Uh, opens all of them with blatant disregard for everything and just like a machine oh see we i I feel like we like to watch each other open each thing because then everybody knows what everybody got my mother would much prefer that bb thing that we did (laughs) however i am related to a present monster okay (laughs) that's tough that's tough truly monster it's it's a tradition mm. that there is a monster in our presence on Christmas. Okay, we, real quick question before yeah. I go into the next bit. Mm-hmm. How many children do you think listen to the show? Um, more than, uh, more than a few. There are a bunch. Okay. I know that there are some. All right. So I'm just going to do a quick disclaimer for <laughs> Santa Believers. Um, I love Santa so much, and I deeply believe in him in my heart. Same with do Krampus and the Christmas lads. So I now believe in them. Maybe to keep that belief spinning. You just skip ahead a few minutes. Skip Skip forward a few minutes. Uh, Yeah, like two minutes, I think, tops. Okay. Um, And we'll be right back with you. All right. And here we go. We're clear. Yeah. Thanks for scrolling. (laughs) So... Living with, like, divorced parents, um, Santa was done two different ways. Oh. Um, At my mom's, Mm -hmm. all the presents came from her and Kenny, because they're like, you know, they're like, well, we bought them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's correct. We get one present from Santa, and then all the stocking, like, the little small presents in the stocking. Mm -hmm. That's from Santa. That's cute. Um, And Santa always fills up our cat's stockings, too, which is nice. And guinea pigs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Any pigs very, deserves presents, yes. Of course. He's very thorough with them. Um, I respect it. But then at my, at my stepmom and dad's, mm-hmm. we always had, like, almost all the presents there were from Santa. And they had different handwritings. Oh. And I was like, that's interesting. But that I, is interesting. I ignored that for many years. I was like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see all this. I mean, that's fair. Well, you'd assume the elves write the things yeah oh interesting yeah that's a good explanation santa's busy and then you're just different houses of different elves yeah he can't sign everything he can't can't. he's very busy yeah but that's how that's where our santa santa things differed but we always open all the presents from our mom and kenny and then the santa present and the stockings would be last and we'd eat our breakfast and then my mom kenny and my two youngest siblings they would sit in their pajamas all day at this point me and my sister are dressed in our Christmas outfits, so mm-hmm. the Christmas lads cannot come steal from us. That's good. That's um, we've good. got our new socks on. We've got our new outfits on, um, and we go over to my stepmom's house. 
and open presents there. And she always makes uh, cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Pat makes cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. She did uh, Santa differently in that she, like, only one present was from Pony and everything else was from Santa. Yeah. Although I believe that she did also take credit for the stockings. Mm. But the way I found out that Santa perhaps was um, different was Mm -hmm. that one year my present was missing and she was like, where is your present? And I'm like, I don't know. I opened everything. She Mm -hmm. was like, no, it's missing. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) And then like, I went about my day and then like, I was like maybe eight. And then like four hours later, I was sitting like at the dining room table with my grandma and she walked in the room. She goes, I found your present. And it was from Santa, but it was, it was a Game Boy. It was very exciting for me. Oh, mm-hmm. where was it? I have no idea. I think it was like in her closet, like hiding. Cause I was um, a terrible child. <gasps> no, you didn't look for your presents. Catherine. Absolutely. <gasps> oh Every my year. Gosh. Did You're... you not? No, Listen. I didn't. Well, the I monster knew... took over after she was like three or four. Yeah. And she wanted to find everything all the time. That's... And like my older cousins would do it on Christmas Eve. Like when we went to my aunt's house, like all the presents would be under the tree. Wow. And like my, uh, my cousin Chris, I remember him like, he's like maybe, I think he's like seven or eight years older than me. But like, I remember him like crawling on the floor, like peek, opening the presents to look what was for him. And he would open them around I have a different opinion of you now that I know that you're a present sneaker. I just want to know. Wow. No, see. I have, as an, as an older child, I, I have not done that. So. Oh, now I want to be surprised. Yeah. No. So there's, there's, I'm one of seven. Mm-hmm. I have. That's I have a lot. Three, yeah. I have three brothers. I have three sisters spread around. Um, and. I like that it's even. Yeah, well, it's technically four girls. And well, it's even for you. It's even for me. Mm-hmm. If you're a girl, it's even. If you're a boy, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Actually, really, no, it's just me and my sister who have all of the common relatives. That's Whereas, right. Mm-hmm. I always think that's weird sometimes, my sister Elaine or my sister Tatum, because they're both my sister, but they are not each other's sisters. And they'll be like, uh-huh. oh, that's my sister's sister. And people will go, your sister? And they'll go, no, no, my sister's sister. And I think that's just an interesting dynamic. Um, it is interesting. But that's a whole, I don't know, that's something I will never think. <laughs> but um, no, so Tatum definitely is a little bit of a sneak. She, she'll go into my <laughs> parents' room and she'll look at things. And then she'll be like, I don't know who got a blank. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't tell anybody that. Or she's like, I know what I got. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I don't know if Harrison's sneaky. If he is, he doesn't say a word about it. Um, That's the kind of sneaky I was, so I truly hope that he is that kind of sneaky. I'm sure he is. Uh, Elaine, I think she might have used to be a sneak. Couldn't say. <laughs> Addie, Addie and Jacob, I don't think we're sneaks. I think the three oldest of us, we weren't sneaks. Bryce, somebody would just tell Bryce something, and Bryce would, wouldn't be allowed to know any of the presents when he was younger, because if you told Bryce what somebody was getting, he would somehow find a way to blurt it out in front of them. Like, even, like even if it's just as they're opening it, he'd be like, oh, that? And you'd be like, <laughs> I'm opening it. 
ruined it. <laughs> just, you had to wait one more second. <laughs> he couldn't do it. Yeah, he's not like that anymore, but like, we always had to be very careful. And now that we're all older, it's kind of like we're in a conspiracy against each other to like, be like, oh, I know what you're getting. Or like, oh, you're mm-hmm. really like this. And I'm like, tell me what you know. Like it's, but like nobody wants ah, So the monster that is my sister, I should stop calling her that. She's going to get so mad at me, but she'll never listen Merry to this. Christmas. She um, is so bad at keeping the secret. Mm-hmm. Like she bought her new husband a gift. Yes. We were at dinner. Well, we were eating dinner the other night, last night, Sunday family dinner. We eat that. And she was like, oh, look at this uh, chair I should have bought you for Christmas. And he's like, stop telling me what you bought me for Christmas. Mm. Apparently she has told him five times that she bought him an and desk chair for his computer desk mm. by telling him the other ones that she did not buy for him. Yeah. My my mom actually gets super mad because my stepdad does that same thing. She'll open a present and then he's like, Let me tell you a long story about mm-hmm. the eight other things I considered buying. And she's like, What? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, what was the point? And I mean, I get it. I think. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, you want people to know your thought process. You want people to know that you took the time with their gifts. That you, like, yes. I put this thought into it, and I was looking mm-hmm. at this, and I, that's why I ended up with this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a process, giving somebody a present. It you is. You want to be happy and love it. Yes, I, I like to, uh, so my cousins and I do, do family uh, secret Santa. We didn't do it this year. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. But like, I take it very seriously. Amazing. And I'm very extra about it, mm-hmm. including like the way that it is wrapped. And like, I can't wrap presents, so like, I do have to recruit help to help me. But like, one year I got my cousin all these Star Wars gifts. Mm-hmm. So I made a Star Wars box to like, it was like themed and stuff. And it had like, I downloaded the Star Wars font. And yeah. then, like, writing on it and stuff. Like, I'm very committed to these things. Wow. So, like, I feel like you can tell that I put some thought into the gifts that I buy. Yeah. But that, I really take that very far. Good. Good. I'm committed. I am. Yes. Um, Let's put that. Oh, gosh. Where, oh, yeah. We were at Brand. We were at my stepmom's house now. Yes. Um, so, we opened we, presents there. We were, yes. And my brother and sister who are there. Because at this point, it's just me and Tatum. Me and Addie who Tatum and Harrison stay at my mom and Kenny's me and Addie go over to Brandy's mm-hmm. and that's where Bryce and Elaine my younger brother and my younger sister but they are slightly older than my youngest brother and my youngest sister um so they've already that. opened I know it's, it's <laughs> it doesn't matter um in the grand scheme of things nobody's gonna be making a family tree after this for me but if you want to uh DM DM Kathleen with a yeah. yes. If you if you make a family tree, we'll send you a present. Yeah, we'll send you. A, I don't know. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Present. Yeah. Grandma we'll got run over by a podcast present. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but so that's so they've already opened a couple of presents and they've been eating their cinnamon rolls. Um, mm-hmm. and we all open presents together. Then my dad comes and get a gets us, and we go over to his house. Mm-hmm. And we open presents there. And then we go over to my grandma Rhonda's house, which is my dad's grandma. I used and to have a car named Rhonda. Continue. Rhonda. Okay. Um, and we open presents there and have like 
lunch and my grandma always makes a ham and she's always like nobody touch anything until I'm done cooking except my dad always goes in and takes a piece of ham and she's like oh you can do anything you want Michael and it's like okay I'm like there's got to be there's got to be rules for everybody or (laughs) (laughs) but um we open presents there and we take pictures and oh my grandma has these two angels and they're they she always puts them out and I guess when I was a kid, they're, like, leaning over and they're, like, kissing. Um, mm-hmm. It's, like, and when I was a kid, I would always, like, want to be the one to push them together on Christmas Day to make them that's kids. That's cute. So that's what I do every Christmas there. I go over, and even now as a 21-year-old woman, I go and I push these little angel figurines together so that they kiss. Um, let me hang out there. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not do other things you did when you were a kid? No, I do. I actually do a lot of things that I did when I was a right. kid. It's very weird because I feel like I might be the only one in my family who, like, I don't know. I was weird. I was peculiar or particular. I don't know exactly how I'd say it. So um, I feel like I had a lot more things that I did than others maybe did. I don't know if that I makes see that. Sense. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I still do all the things that I did when I was a kid. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I have not grown up in any way. Ooh, I just remembered a tradition I missed. One of you did months. miss one. Oh gosh, I did. I missed a couple actually. Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, we left last- Christmas Eve, and I was like, cookies. Oh yeah, cook. And we missed cookies. <laughs> okay, but what I was gonna say is our stocking present. Something mm-hmm. we don't get is a chocolate orange. I've never had a chocolate orange. I personally think they're really good, but they're a, they're divisive, I think. I don't know that, I mean, I have been near them, but I don't, I chose not to try them. I don't know that I would try them. I think they're fun because it's like, it's like an orange made out of chocolate wrapped in this like gold foil, and then you violently smack it on your countertop to release all the pieces, and then you just get to eat chocolate like in little slivers. That's how you eat it? Yeah, you have to like- So there's no orange taste? No, it tastes orange. It's oh. like, it's like got I love orange flavor. Chocolate with like a vague orange flavor. It's very delicious. I think you'd enjoy it. I think get a chocolate orange this year. I'll look into it. But you're so right. I missed on Christmas Eve or a couple of days before Christmas. Um, we always decorate gingerbread cookies. Recently, we've been doing sugar cookies just because, although the, sugar in, theory, in theory, gingerbread is really tasty, but in practice, you can only eat one gingerbread cookie before you're done. That's mm-hmm. just my but That's we, um, at my mom and Kenny's, we do anatomically correct mm-hmm. gingerbread. So there's always, I think, you know, four, no, three, yeah, three gingerbread ladies with boobs, mm-hmm. and then two gingerbread guys with penises and balls, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we decorate them. And it's this happened because one year, Kenny dropped some dough on a gingerbread that made it look like he had a little penis. And we were like, that's hilarious. And we just latched <laughs> onto that. So every year we have some booby cookies. And do we put those out for Santa? Yes. <laughs> As you should. As we should. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our traditions that I missed. Okay. So then once we're done at Grandma Rhonda's, <laughs> then go to my dad's um, new wife's house with her family. And they always send us home with a big box of cookie. And they do... Um, they do a white elephant kind of, not a white elephant kind of thing, but like it's like a present swap. Like you just bring a big present. Everybody just 
brings mm-hmm. one present mm-hmm. and then um draws a number and they like oh, yeah I think it's a white that elephant. is white elephant yeah but I always think white elephant is bad presence but this is all like they're good no presents. yeah it doesn't have to be bad present that's what I thought white elephant was I thought like you brought a bad present like or like something funny no I've never done um I've never done a, a white elephant where I didn't get a great present including the time I got an 8 by 10 signed headshot it was at least framed Who's headshot? Uh, Nikki Martin. Oh. <laughs> I still have it. Good. Yeah. I'll yeah. have it forever. Mm-hmm. I left so hard. I actually traded to get it because I thought it was the funniest thing that I had ever seen. That is very funny. Mm-hmm. That's a worthwhile present to have. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Nikki Martin. Mm-hmm. But um, then they do that. We go home with a box of cookies. Me and Addie drive back to my mom's exhausted from a long day of Christmas. What time is it at this point? At this point? No. <laughs> it sounds like I would have been asleep by two hours by this point. It's like 8 p.m. at this point, and yeah, we're always so exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Christmas dinner, which, you know, varies, whatever it is. Um, no, actually, we always- You have, have to eat again? Yeah, we eat oh, so God. And actually, we always have pasticcio. I lied. I know exactly what we eat on Christmas. Every year, we have pasticcio. Really? hmm That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and then a vegetarian, vegan pasticcio. I love that. Pasticcio all the same. Um, and then we clean up the living room a little bit, <laughs> sleep. And like a week after that, we're in Michigan for two more Christmases with wow with my stepdad's family and then my mom's family, and that is all of my Christmas traditions. I think that's a lot. I know it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. I love that. I like that it's it's busy. Yeah, I like that because as I have grown older, but not up. Mm-hmm. Like my Christmas day has very much changed from what I was it was when I was a kid to what it is now. Because when I was a kid, my aunts and uncles would come over for Christmas day, but they do not do that anymore because they all have like grandchildren and they spend it with them. So yeah, like now I just hang out with my parents. And last year I went to sleep at seven p.m. It was a happy day. It was yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Oh, it's so. I mean, we do like the presents thing and the. I don't know. I made a, 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 I made some kind of ridiculously expensive beef dish last year. I tried to make a beef Wellington one year, but it did not go great for me. I saw on TikTok mm-hmm. somebody made a beef Wellington Christmas tree. I saw that. You did, and it was I it did. Gordon Ramsay. Was it the one where Gordon Ramsay is reacting to it, and he's yes. like, "What are you doing?" Yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was. I, yes. I get, I feel like my entire TikTok for you page is just Christmas at the moment. Yeah. It's either Christmas or Taylor Swift. Interesting. Mine is, um, there's some soft Christmas in there. I have a lot of Christmas. Still a lot of witchcraft, uh, you know. <laughs> that does occur sometimes and it confuses me because I don't know what's happening. I know. It's probably because I think that it's also based off of your friends' pages. It is. It is. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure you get some, like, weird stuff. I do. Probably mine and probably some other people's as well. Yes, I would agree. I can can kind of pinpoint where things come from. 
Yeah, no. I feel like, why am I getting a lot of, like, bisexual witchcraft? Me. Yes, <laughs> that's there. correct. My, my Christmas pagans. Um, winter solstice is coming. It's a new moon today. Well, it's not today when you guys will be listening to this, but it's today when we're recording. Yes, Monday had a new moon. Monday. Mm-hmm. There was a meteor shower last night. What? Yeah. I tried to see it, but I didn't really see much. I saw, like, one thing move. I'm excited. Okay. So, do you have any other holiday traditions? Um, ooh, I, I don't know. I think... It doesn't have to be Christmas. Oh, other holiday traditions? Yeah, like, do you, like, eat 12 hot dogs on the 4th of July? No. Um, <laughs> I wish I could. I really, That's a shame. Let me... Well, I feel like Christmas traditions were the main ones we needed to get through. Um, yes, yes. So, oh gosh. On, okay, let me go through the, let me go through the, so actually, yeah, New Year's is also my, um, New Year's Eve is my mom and my, and my Kenny's, um, wedding anniversary. Really? Mm-hmm. That's when Christmas Eve? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's always nice, and they like kiss at midnight, and I'm like, oh, it's your anniversary. That's um, adorable. Yeah, and yeah, they got married, and we had Greek food and baklava, and it was lovely. That makes sense with the pasticcio from earlier. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that's that's New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, their anniversary. I love that. Um, next holiday would be would be valentine's day not a real holiday that's my it's my third favorite holiday so don't try to take that from me Um, i did know this but it doesn't make it right i like the color scheme and i love the romantic ideals please don't take this from me um but but my mom always gets us a little box of chocolate and i think that's cute and the day before valentine's day is actually the anniversary of my mom and kenny's first date oh if I'm correct, it, I think it's the day four. I think it's the day before. Um, That's a weird day for a first date. I know, I know. It's kind of quirky. They went to a, a lot of uh, pressure. They went to a roosters, and my I don't mom. Know what that is, but yeah. It's like a, it's wings, and they have fried mac and cheese bites. Um, I could eat those. They had to pick me when they went before they went on the date. They mm. my mom had to pick me and my sister up from daycare, and apparently we were absolute monsters and would not get in our car seat. <laughs> um, so that was a mess. But he That's stayed. Fun. He stayed around. That's um, nice. It worked out. Yeah, last year was the twentieth anniversary. Oh. And so they went back to that same Roosters and got a beer before actually going to a real place for a date because nobody wants to hang out in the Roosters for their twenty-year anniversary. I've never been to a Roosters. Perhaps I would do that. Think, think like a B-dub. It's like a B-dubs, except oh, I enjoy a B-dubs. Except less TVs and a little darker. You're right. I would not spend an anniversary there. You're right. Yeah. Um, You're right. You're right. St. Patrick's Day. I don't. That's. I don't know. I don't really do anything for St. Patrick's Day. My mother is Irish. Yeah. So she. We do a lot of things for St. Patrick's Day. Tell me about it. I used to, uh, so my parents were very involved in the church because they love church. And I used to, uh, after I started culinary school, I would make a giant 
corned beef and cabbage dinner that they would sell tickets to every year. Oh. And that was like a big fundraiser at the church. And it was just based off the fact that I could cook corned beef and cabbage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And now my mom cooks the corned beef and cabbage, but she, the only thing she knows how to make is corned beef and cabbage and Irish soda bread. She's not a great cook, but those are the things she does. Irish soda bread hits though. I'll say it. She has to make a lot of different kinds because everyone in the house is very picky. Yeah. Yes. I like it without anything, so she just makes me bread. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's the next one? Easter? Easter, yeah. Um, I actually have a lot of Easter traditions. I think Easter is, like, generally important to my family. Um, we're not a religious bunch, but Easter, mm -hmm. just, like, there's a lot of family tradition involved. Mm -hmm. um, so my great-grandma, my mom's great-grandma, she would always, we would always go over to her house for breakfast that morning, or the day before, yeah, no, that morning. Mm -hmm. and we would she would have like a cheese that she made herself Ooh. and oh gosh it's the world's worst cheese it's like <laughs> flavorless and spongy and like wet for some reason that sounds um, like a curd Continue. oh it's horrible but like we still we still made it like every year like years after she died just because we were like well mm -hmm. but like nobody <laughs> liked that cheese except for me I love mm -hmm. that stupid cheese um and then she'd have like sausage uh and then we'd you always eat candy for breakfast um when we were younger my dad would always like try to catch the easter bunny so that morning we would wake up at his house because mm -hmm. um for thanksgiving and easter i trade um i'm usually with my like every other holiday if i'm mm -hmm. like with my dad for thanksgiving then i'm with my mom that next easter mm -hmm. um but my dad we, that morning we would always uh come downstairs and we'd like my dad would have these like pictures from like our old like polaroid camera it's <laughs> a bit of an ear in the frame <laughs> like super fuzzy or like you could see a tiny bit of tail and you're like oh my god that's the easter bunny you caught him on camera um and that was really stunning um we i all, love that yeah we always decorate the eggs um, and that's fun, but yeah, that was, that was something silly we used to do when we were younger. Oh, and we had an Easter egg hunt that I think we discontinued last year, finally. Mm -hmm. We, we had to discontinue our Easter egg hunt after the coffee table got broken. Oh, <laughs> how did that happen? One of us went through it. She's a monster, I told you, like, full on. Oh, right. You an outdoor Easter egg hunt. Right. No, we do. It's cold here, and we did it inside. It's cold we did it. In, and I'm that's fine. We did it in the living room, and and we were probably too old for it. Mm -hmm. And the coffee table broke, and we haven't done one since. <laughs> wow, wow. Mm -hmm. Was it a and, coffee table? No, it was. Wooden. No, I was expecting like a big movie shatter, like somebody goes. No, 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 no. No, it was. Just, it was enough to get us in trouble. Okay. And I had to buy a new coffee table. Oh. I did not break the coffee table. <laughs> um, but it, it was okay. Uh, but my grandma used to make Easter pie every year. Ooh. So um, it's, it, I mean, you couldn't eat it because of the meat in it. But, um, oh, yeah. like, a, like a pie. Pie. Because it, it was dense. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, before she died, I made her teach me how to do that. So now I make them every year. Oh, that's nice. 
But that was nice. That's our Easter thing. And I mean, we there were bunnies. I don't know. I never ate the bunny. How do you feel about peeps? Um, they're only good if I can blow them up in the microwave. Interesting. Okay. I love peeps. They're sticky. I love a stale peep. I love like if you, if you open up the package, you let it sit out for a couple of days and it gets yeah. like crunchy. Perfect. I like stale cheese doodles. Interesting. Interesting. Same concept. They get a little crunchy on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something else we do on Easter is we make a nut roll. And it's just like this pastry and you roll like, like a bouche de noel. I wish I knew what that was. So perhaps. <laughs> it's like a rolled cake. No, it's like a, it's a pastry. It's a pastry. It's like puff pastry or something. I love puff pastry. And it's like spread inside with like brown sugar and butter and whatnot. And then you put like kind of a glaze on it. Like a baklava? No, not quite a baklava either. It it's sounds a, similar. It's a nut roll. All right. Sounds good. Did you roll it? Yeah, we roll it. Why would we call it a nut roll? I don't know. That was my question. Yeah, so if you picture, um, you know the, you know the like Swiss roll cakes or whatever? I do. That's like a Bush de Noel. Yes. Now picture that, except replace the cake with puff pastry and the innards with nut nuts. filling. And then what cover kind it of nuts? All the nuts? Walnuts? Pecans? Yeah, like I think like a pecan. I think some like, I think mostly pecans. That's interesting. Pecans? I don't know. Pecan. I never know what pecan? I Pecan? Pecan. I think I say pecan. I might I say, say pecan. pecan. I'm sure it's wrong. I'm sure someone will tell me it's wrong. Yeah. Do you do anything for Memorial Day? Absolutely nothing for Memorial Day. It is my, my dad's birthday, so we have a barbecue. Happy birthday. Yeah. Big barbecue? A cookout? Yes, a cookout. I believe is the term that people use not here. Well, I, everybody calls... Well, here's the thing. Do we you don't, guys barbecue anything? Not really. I mean, like, I, I say not, yes, because like hot dogs and hamburgers. I'm from the Midwest, so that doesn't bother me at all. Oh, perfect. But, like, if if my Texas roommates were here and they heard yeah. calling just hot dogs and hamburgers a barbecue, they might come for you. Yes, I I have been come for in that fashion before, so yeah, I was prepared you're, for it. They're real serious about it. Yeah, I mean, like it's fine. Just eat the hot dog. Move on. Yeah. Fourth of July, you don't eat twelve hot dogs. No. no. I watched the hot dog eating contest. I didn't even know there was one. Really, yeah. the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Why would I watch? Why would I know about that? Why would I know about? Well, that? it's like a big deal. I, I've never heard about it once in my entire life. It's on ESPN. I don't know. <laughs> I'm busy in the summer. <laughs> are you? Are you now? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's great. I watch it. it. It makes me, like, sick to my stomach every year because, like, <laughs> this man eats 100 hot dogs in 10 minutes and you're like, disgusting. I was, in, I was in one food eating contest ever. Yes, you were. It was spaghetti. Um, mm-hmm. And... I drove home. I felt like I was on drugs. You didn't eat that much spaghetti. I ate like three pounds of spaghetti. It was one plate of spaghetti, wasn't it? It wasn't just one plate of spaghetti. Like they weigh it out. It's like three pounds of spaghetti on a plate. That's a lot of spaghetti. It was so much. And I, um, maybe it was two pounds, but it was like a, That's a, a lot. An egregious amount of spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Like it wasn't like you don't do a spaghetti eating contest with just a little bit of spaghetti. On I, I understand. I understand. Um, 
but I drove home. I felt like I was Mm -hmm. in a different dimension and I laid on the couch and I was like, I just need to sleep. And I slept for like 45 minutes. I felt like I died. Um, I woke up, I was a whole new person. So congrats to all the people who like frequently do eating contests. Cause like, I don't know how, I don't know if I ever want to feel like that again, but you did win. I did win. I feel like that's important. You have to make sure people know that. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I did. Win. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were, you were the spaghetti eating queen. Yeah. Or something. So. Labor day. Labor day. Um, no. Halloween. Halloween. Okay. So for Halloween, as we've already kind of touched on in this podcast and the last, last year when I was on this podcast, um, I do. Halloween seems to be very important too. It is. It's my, it's my number one favorite holiday. Christmas Mm -hmm. is number two for me. And then Valentine's day is number three. Mm-hmm. For the color scheme and the romance. I, I know. I know. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I do a, I watch a scary movie every day. And I mm-hmm. do it Is it a new scary movie every day? Um, so usually it's just, so in the past years I've done it, it's just a scary movie every day. Some of them mm-hmm. I've seen. This past year though, I made sure I watched a new scary movie I'd never seen before every mm-hmm. day. And it was really fun. It was, and I saw a lot of scary movies that I hadn't seen and it was an adventure yeah i love that i was definitely scared every day like i'd be like that movie wasn't scary and then i'd be going to bed and i'd be like well here i am maybe it was scary (laughs) yeah exactly exactly all right so there's five questions that you have to answer because you were on my podcast oh gosh yes so are you ready question number one yes what's your favorite christmas song um I know. Oh gosh, I always different than last year. Doesn't have to be the same. I know, I know, I know. What's the one uh, that's like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas? Oh, Christmas wrapping. Christmas wrapping. Yeah. Okay. Your roommate doesn't know that song. Where they keep missing each other. That's correct. It's a beautiful story. I know. It's my favorite. I want to. I first ever heard that in the middle of the summer while I was getting painted by my friend and I was in a white button-down shirt and I was covered in fake blood. Um, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but my second favorite song is the Lady Gaga Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Uh, light, light me up. Put, put me, me on, on top. top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is fa-la-la-la-la. It is a bop. It's a great song. It matches the Christmas Eve cookies. Yes, exactly. Uh, what is your favorite thing about Christmas? My favorite thing about Christmas is, and I know we went kind of through my whole Christmas schedule and it's really crazy and it's a little over the top. And like I said, I'm so exhausted at the end of every day, (laughs) but, um, I love being with my family and with my friends and the people I care about. It just makes me very happy to see everybody happy and together and cozy. It's beautiful. Thank you. As long as they're cozy. I know. Cozy if they're not cozy, I don't want it. <laughs> it's not Christmas if you're not cozy. <laughs> if you look uncomfortable, no. Get out. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie? Um, I think I'm like a purist in the terms of like, I love Elf. A great um, movie. Yeah. Do I do I have such deep feelings for movies such as um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Uh, yes. 
Do mm-hmm. I have such deep feelings for movies such as Unaccompanied Minors? Yes. Um, but then I guess, okay, if I wanted to choose a, a Christmas movie I watch year round, mm-hmm. that's Love Actually for me. Is that really a Christmas movie? Or is yeah. it just a movie that happens at Christmas? Okay, here, I know we've talked about it more. I know we've talked about it more. I think Christmas is a very important part of the movie. Okay. I think the big final scenes, like, happening at Christmas, it's mm-hmm. to the movie. And, you know, if Die Hard can be called a Christmas movie. What is it? Love Actually can be called a Christmas movie. I think Love Actually is 30 times more Christmas movie. Than I agree. I agree. But also, would then Gremlins be a Christmas movie? I think Gremlins is the same amount of Christmas movie. I think Gremlins is actually more Christmas movie than Die Hard is. But not quite as much as Love Actually is. I suppose. I mean, Love Actually is okay. They literally say the word, like, it's Christmas. Like, it's an important thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I feel like Love Actually, it was so... So many people talked about it before I actually watched it that when I watched it, I was like, really? This is what all of you people like. Are you kidding me? It's fine. When she finds out Alan Rickman is cheating on her and she goes and she listens to her sad CD in her room and then cleans herself up and then takes her children to the Christmas pageant. Ah, that is the most beautiful piece of cinema I've ever seen in my whole life. When he goes to the town of the girl who doesn't speak English, Mm -hmm. and I forget her name right now, and Mm -hmm. it's um, it's Colin Firth, and I'm deeply in love with Colin Firth, guys, just so everybody knows. Um, Colin Firth, if you listen to this, I'm in love with you. (laughs) My DMs are open. My DMs are open. (laughs) If you need to reach me through the Grandma Got Run Over by a podcast. I'll send them right on to you. Just do it. Don't um, worry. But he goes to the town and everybody rallies against him. Aurelia. Aurelia? Aurelia? I think Aurelia I- was the name of the girl in my Latin book in seventh grade. And so I don't think that was her name. I think I think it's the girl in the movie's name too, because she doesn't speak English and he learned her language for him for her and is like, Marry me, it's Christmas. And she's like, Yes, because she learned English too. Ah, mm. true love. It was cute. It was cute, but it wasn't that good. But all right. Okay. It was fine. I mean, like, I've seen better movies on the Hallmark channel, but like it's fine. You're you're wrong. But all right. Well (laughs) whoa. What about experience? My um my Christmas Hallmark movie in my drive home. Yes. Very excited about that for you. Yeah. Uh, If we write it into a book, they'll turn it into a Christmas movie. I know. I'm that's all it takes. It's not hard. I think if I called them and pitched it. You have to write it into a book. That's how they do it. Okay. Can you can self-publish it on Amazon and then you send it to them and then they'll turn it into a Christmas movie. We have a lot of free time. So much free time. You can like write it in your notes app while you're driving. Uh, are you encouraging me to text and drive, Kathy? No, you talk to text. Uh, my you phone can like phone. talk it out loud. I can figure it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> like no, I'm not. No, I'll Don't have text those, and drive. I'll have one of those old timey recorders, and I'll just like dictate everything, and then I'll send it to somebody else to type it up for me later. There's an app that will do it for you. Amazing. Yeah, we, we'll figure that out. We'll That's easy. That. All right, two more questions. Yes. What kind of cookies do you leave out for Santa? Um, we leave sugar cookies. We leave these right. cookies yeah. called no bake cookies, and they're kind of like oats and peanut butter and chocolate 
and you just like mix that up and smack it on the counter and it dries and hardens into a cookie um no bake uh we leave those we leave these cookies they're my favorite cookie they're called holly cookies and it's cornflakes covered in like um green dyed marshmallow fluff um so it's kind of like a rice krispie treat but with cornflakes and then you put a couple of red hots on there so it looks like holly leaves that's cute um, and then we always make a chocolate chip butterscotch cookie, like a chocolate chip and butterscotch chip cookie. That so sounds those, are good. Our, those are our main Christmas cookies. They're so, They're so good. That sounds delicious. Yeah. So you don't leave anything for the reindeer. That's rude. Oh, no. We usually mm-hmm. do a bag of like mix. Sometimes we do like some rolled oats. Sometimes we do some carrots. Um, I will. I can remember, again, a kindergarten craft, not like kindergarten, but like elementary school craft. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, oh, make some reindeer food. And it was like oats and like glitter. glitter. Yeah, I know. I don't, no, I'm against that. that. <laughs> That's toxic. And I'm I, like, yeah, they're magic, but like nobody should eat glitter. I agree. All right, last question. Yay. Let's not poison the reindeer. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to promote outside of Colin Firth sliding to your DMs? Yeah, I really want to promote that. First and foremost, mm-hmm. on Earth, my name is Reagan Duchesne. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a period in between on your Instagram. Yeah, if you want to, mm-hmm. my Instagram is at Reagan Duchesne. <laughs> if you can figure out how to spell that, Colin Firth, I'm all yours. Um, <laughs> and uh, something else is I was recently part of a music video and a gala for the college oh, yeah. too, called Malloy, Co- Malloy College and the gala raises money for student scholarships. Mm-hmm. The whole opening number I was a part of, mm-hmm. I helped write some additional lyrics for and mm-hmm. I sang mm-hmm. dance in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mm-hmm. a really, it was a really cool adventure to do during this coronavirus time because mm-hmm. we were all very like safe about it, socially distancing, mm-hmm. wearing our yeah. masks. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. definitely um, a f- really fun experience. So if you guys want to look that up, just go to the Malloy College page, or if you go to the MalloyCollegeGala.com. Yeah, MalloyCollegeGala.com, or mm-hmm. if you go to the Madison Theaters Instagram mm-hmm. website, mm-hmm. there should be some links there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the link tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also want to I want to promote um, Love Actually because it is a movie <laughs> and it is a really good one. So it's um, okay. Um, ooh. What is, oh gosh, Kristen Stewart's new Christmas movie, the name? Oh, it is the, I know this, because yeah. it made me angry. Yeah, me too. But I want to promote it, <laughs> because I think everybody needs more love. Oh, happiest, happiest season. Happiest season on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Stewart, the actress from San Junipero, Aubrey Plaza. She was the best part. Aubrey Plaza was the best part. Mm-hmm. That's just guaranteed fact. Um, but yeah. The guy from Schitt's Creek. What do you mean the guy from... Oh, He yeah. was her best friend. Yeah, I thought he meant the, like, her, like, blonde ex-boyfriend. I was like, that is a different blonde white man. But No. You know, they were no. like, let's get, let's get a generic blonde white man in here. And they did. All Christmas movies need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, those are my things I want to promote. That's it. And I want to everybody, I want to promote wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. Being safe. That is important. And I know a lot of people are seeing their family or maybe not seeing their family. And you know what? Maybe not see your family. 
I won't be seeing mine. Yeah, social distance. Mm -hmm. Let's care about, we love and care about our family. So let's keep them safe this year. Yes, be safe. Be merry, but be safe. Yes. Be safe and merry. Absolutely. Come on, you (laughs) ho-ho-hos. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So that was the podcast. We can't continue anymore. Why? We're going to end on that. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with someone else. I don't know. And we'll talk about something else. Who knows? Bye. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas.